This is Mid-Missouri's Total Sports Station. KTGR, and it's time to get big. That was a big-time answer right there. You've got the big show with Andy and Brent serving up sports talk from Mizzou to the pros. And everything in between. Join us now on the KTGR hotline and sound off on today's biggest stories in sports. The big show starts now. You bet it does. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Big Show on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR, your total sports station in Mid-Missouri. Thanks for tuning in online at KTGR.com and on the KTGR app. Sandy Humphrey, Brendan Schaefer, and producer Chris all here. You can join us with a call or a text at 875-KTGR. One day closer to Super Bowl 58 in Vegas. We'll get the updates on injuries with the injury expert Will Carroll. His thoughts at 425 on guys like Joe Tooney. Jarek McKinnon, is he going to be back for the Chiefs? We'll find out. Uh, Definitely some interesting thoughts from Will on some of that and some baseball deals that have happened, too, at 425. And, um, well, it's talking season when it comes to the Super Bowl, or at least it was talking day yesterday. A whole lot of just media stuff for both the Chiefs and 49ers yesterday. Doesn't it feel like every day this week is talking day? I mean, my goodness. Well, I, yes. I can't wait We're for the game to happen. Trying to the lead in. Just takes crawling forever. toward uh, Super Bowl 58. There is a lot of lead in. And because of that, there are several different types of questions asked. Like, hey, Andy Reid, is this it? Is this it for you? When's retirement coming for you, buddy? Reid was asked about that. Uh, we'll hear uh, his answer and what we kind of think about it in uh, just a few minutes. 875-KTGR, if you want to weigh in on some of that. We'll get to some Mizzou talk at 505, what Dennis Gates said today about uh, how the Tigers are going to try and tackle the second half of the SEC season. And, you know, he he threw out 9-9, nine and nine, but... 9-9 nine, nine nine what? 9-9, nine nine, uh, well, uh, as far as uh, an SEC record. Um, oh. But, I mean... Uh, Again, context is key in these sorts of things. We'll hear what he said. What's the context? What's the record currently? I would like that context. It's. uh, I think you know that context uh, at this point in time, Mr. Brendan Schaefer. I love Uh, dreaming. It's so fun. It's so fake and not real. We get to talk about it at 5.05, and we'll also talk to Mizzou wrestling coach Brian Smith at 5.45. So uh, we'll get his uh, the update on his team. Tigers fell short against Oklahoma State over the weekend, but trying to bounce back on the road. So we'll hear Brian Smith at uh, 545. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us. You can also tweet us at KTGR Big Show and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KTGR Big Show. Now the Big Show's Big Deal. Andy Reid was asked about retirements during uh, you know the, the lead-up to the Super Bowl, and today he said... That, uh, you know, today's not the day, was the quote in not all context, but we'll give more context here in a bit, but said that today's not the day to think about retirement. He's just focused on Super Bowl 58 as his Chiefs get set for the San Francisco 49ers. Did provide updates on some guys. Kadarius Toney uh, was at practice. They, He said we'll see on him as to whether or not he'll be available for Super Bowl 58. Willie Gay Jr. did say yesterday that he is planning to play in the Super Bowl uh, with the injuries that he's been dealing with. Joe Tooney appears to be a long shot per head coach Andy Reid and also said slim chance on running back Jarek McKinnon who might be activated from injured reserve. So we'll wait and see on those guys as the Chiefs continue their preparations for the Super Bowl. And that is the Big Show's big deal on the sixth day of February 2024. 875 KTGR if you want to 
call or text us. So this is the full quote from Andy Reid as he was asked about you know retirement and, and, and things like that. And he said, quote, my mom and dad told me this when they were working. They said, you'll know when it's time and I'm ready to go right now. Let's go. That's what they would tell me when I was young. I was an inquisitive kid, and so that's the way I look at it. Somewhere you're going to, somewhere you're going to know when it's time. Today's not the day. End quote. So he's basically putting off that thought process for later, which we understand why he would say that now uh, with a Super Bowl coming up this weekend. So uh, I get that he's kind of just letting that question sit for a later time. But what do we think about this? Because there's been rumors about the future of Andy Reid in Kansas City and whether he might call it quits, whether he wins, whether he doesn't win, or what what the thought process might be, how it might change depending on the outcome of this game. A whole lot of different scenarios. By the way, Clark Hunt was also asked about it, chairman of the Chiefs, and basically denied that there's a shadow plan in place that they're trying to prepare for the possibility of Andy Reid retiring, even though that's kind of also been out in the sphere as well. So a lot. Of- I hope there's no shadow plan. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at looking at the uh, your options in, in in the shadows that are currently on the team. Or Steve Spagnolo, love you, love you as a defensive coordinator, head coach. Remember you yeah. as a head coach. Yeah, maybe not as much. No. And and Matt Nagy's your OC. So yeah. I hope there's I hope there's a different shadow. Find another shadow if there's a current shadow plan from somebody to step up within the organization. That'd be my first. Well, thing. I don't know if it would be within the organization. I think you maybe look though at, I mean, Bill Belichick is out there. You never know. Uh, it could be that. Ugh. No thanks. It could be uh, just Mike Rabel. Mike Rabel. As much as no, I that would be, love that, gosh, oh boy, that would be a fun shadow plan. You want you get you want to get a good head coach. Maybe yeah. not a bad time for Andy to step aside so they can get a, a real star in there, Mike Vrabel. Yeah, because what. he definitely got a job elsewhere, right? Oh wait, oh no, he, no. well he's waiting for the Chiefs' job to open up, Andy. Wouldn't you rather? Yeah, but coach what if Mahomes Belichick's doing that? Like what? That, no, that's the, no, <laughs> that's the I thing. don't think Belichick is wait. I don't think Belichick has got a, a say in the matter. I think the, I think the league has kicked him to the curb. They're like, oh, we're not we're not giving you unilateral control over our organization. You seventy two year old man, like we're not doing Tom that. Brady merchant. You Tom Brady merchant. I that's mean, what the league Andy is telling. Reed's up there in that same age. I mean, what would be? Oh, he's nice. Sixty five. I mean, that's okay. not remotely the same. Uh, remotely the same. I mean, when we're talking about coaches in the league right now, he's in the same neighborhood. Yeah, but he wouldn't be. He's not taking over a Chiefs program no, he's been he running be. the program no i guess so it. he's 65 can continue doing it i mean belichick was doing it till this year and didn't say he wanted to retire i think the league might just be retiring him if nobody hires him to be the head coach but Andy Reid, i mean you could you could see him going for another five or seven years if he wanted to and i don't know that it'll go that long but i i don't know i don't know that i expect it would just come after this game almost regardless of result my initial expectation would be to at least have him back for another year. Um, I don't know. He's he's going to have to make the decision in his own time, obviously. But like, I don't know that that outcome is riding on the Super Bowl. I don't think it would be if I had no. Guess. So like, if he wins, that. then he's not going to think that that's okay. Cool, I got another Super Bowl. I'm fine now. I can I can leave. No, because like when 
it's 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 a nice theory, right? Like it's nice to be able to have that thought process when we're talking about these careers to say, hey, wouldn't it be great to go out on top? But so rarely does that happen, and so often I feel like when it does happen, the decision was already kind of made. It wasn't contingent upon that outcome necessarily. So I don't know that you're gonna gonna you know make a, a life decision like that based on the outcome of one football game. I, I just don't think that's the way a lot of these guys are wired, if I had to guess. 875-KTGR. Andy Reid was asked about retirement. He's saying, eh, not today, but when could it be? Give us your thoughts on it at 875-KTGR. Just for context, Andy Reid is fourth on the all-time list of, uh, of all-time NFL coaching wins, and if he... If we do, in fact, believe that now Bill Belichick has spent his final season as a head coach in the NFL, well, then you got a chance to chase him down, right? Because he's 44 wins away from uh, from Bill Belichick, which would take yeah. you a good That's regular four or five season. years. Regular season wins we're talking about, I assume. Playoff wins don't count. It's a good question. Pro Football Reference doesn't distinguish or doesn't if give I me the distinction guess. right now about what I'm that looks assume like. It's regular season, if I had to guess. Okay, it's the way it is a lot of times when we're talking. I mean, in baseball, that's how it's considered too. Um, I don't think that's a. Do you think that's a focal point? Do you think that's something Andy Reid would think about? It just doesn't. It just I don't doesn't know. Strike me as a type. I don't know. He doesn't either. But I don't know these people. I. I why else would you be coaching, though? I mean, I guess because you love it. Because a lot of reasons. You, know, you have <laughs> not, uh, not just the, to set a wins record. Have all the uh, not to set a wins record. I mean, Bill Belichick doesn't have the record. First of all, I don't know if Andy Reid's going to get to the record. Um, so I mean, if that that's eighty wins away right now. Correction, seventy wins away from Don Shula. So that would be a long time. That'd be six, seven years of years like this. Where you're up double digit wins and and you're you've been Chiefs like for the last half decade. Can you do it for a half decade more with Patrick Mahomes and well, who knows about Travis Kelsey? That's probably more of a question as far as retirement for him over that time span. But I, I don't know. It, sure, you're right. He does not strike me as the type of guy that chases the numbers. But I don't know. Because I've been fooled before. There have been people who do uh, chase those types of records and maybe don't show it all of the time. But it's kind of nice for them to know that, hey, I passed this guy and this guy and things like that. So I don't know. I, I'm willing to keep it up. I'm willing to leave it up to interpretation uh, for the next you know year or so. I think next year will probably be a little more telling of what the future of Andy Reid might be as as opposed to this season, even though he's getting asked about it. But, I mean, so many more off-season decisions have to be made this year of the future of what the Chiefs' makeup is going to look like, and I think that's important, too. How much flexibility do you have to keep a winning team together? And I think next year provides a few more answers to that. Well, and we think. I mean, he could step away this year if he wanted to. That's not my anticipation. I would be surprised to see him do that just because it feels like he – to, to us as outsiders that he's got got stuff left to give. But, you know, it's I, I don't think it's going to come down to a, well, how many wins does Bill Belichick have? Again, I just don't think decisions get made that way. I would be surprised if that's a motivating factor. There might be some that would see it as such, but I'd be surprised if Andy Reid would say, 
Well, he, he's not going to say either way. But if you would say, well, 44 wins, like I'm going to I'm going to plot out the next five years of my life based on this thing. I just, I just don't see it that way. I would be surprised if that would be the case. So really, it's just going to come down to what he wants to do, because I think the Chiefs will continue to be successful. Like, yeah, there are some things hanging in the balance. Travis Kelsey, some questions about, you know, what's the supporting cast behind Mahomes going to look like. But for as long as you've got Patrick Mahomes, you're probably going to be a contending team. So Andy Reid's going to be afforded the opportunity to be a coach of a contending team, we think, for as many years as he wants to continue doing this. Some years might be tougher than others. This year was kind of tough. They still made the Super Bowl. So I feel like he's in a good spot to where um, this this thing is a is a well-oiled machine moving in the right direction. It'll probably continue to be that, and, and he's going to get to step away when he wants. Like I, I just think the Chiefs and the, the continuity they've had with him is something that they can – can be happy about and those conversations probably should start behind the scenes at some point so that everybody else knows what page he might be on. But I also don't think it's anything that's urgently necessary right now. Cause I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's time just yet. Well, this year, no, I don't think so. Like I believe Andy Reid when he says not now, next now, to be clear, year, I, what do you mean? He didn't even, he didn't say not now. He said he didn't he want said, to talk today's about not today. the day. Today's yeah. not the day. Monday could be the day, though. Like, the way right. he answered that question left room for him to have this be his last year. But the day that they asked him about it, he's prepping to, you know, coach in a Super Bowl. So I that, I, I think that's the way I read that answer. It, you know, could go a number of ways, but it could still be this year. I just would be surprised if it were. Yeah, me too. Uh, ultimately, I would also be shocked if it if it ended up that way and... I think you have to get a little more context on what the team is going to look like going forward to to see whether Andy Reid is going to call quit. Do, now, do we agree on this? Is this his last job? Like, is this it for him? Like, yeah. are we? I, I think that's pretty clear. That look, Andy Reid has earned the opportunity to leave on his own terms, and I don't think there's any other place out there that he would want to be. I think we can agree that this is his last job, right? If you're coaching Patrick Mahomes, you're going to pick to go somewhere else? I don't think so. No. Well, and and I mean, yeah, and it it wouldn't be anything as far as his coaching record uh, over the next few years that would uh, make him think that. Although we did kind of think that with Belichick, right? Belichick gets to leave on his own terms. No, 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 no. Completely different circumstance. What did the Patriots lack that the Chiefs have? A quarterback. The quarterback. Okay. So it's a completely different circumstance. But again, like, it, it, say Patrick Mahomes is no longer the quarterback. Let's say Andy Reid outlasts Patrick Mahomes in that sense. In what I universe mean, is that happening? Chiefs going to get rid of him? I don't know. He might go somewhere Are else. You ma- I, oh. I, come on. Are you making what? an argument that you even believe in? I, I just don't think that that's a reality that Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes will be a chief for life. That's, I thought Tom Brady was going to be a Patriot for right, life. All right, let's be. Let's, I thought Aaron Rodgers Patrick was going to be with the Packers. Brett you know Patrick Mahomes is going to be a chief for the next decade. Next, I, that's not what I said. I think he I, will be. No, I'm, I'm moving it. I'm moving the conversation though because Why? you're asking about because I'll tell you you're asking Andy Reid or Andy's asking if Andy Reid's going to outlast Mahomes in Kansas City. He's 65. He's going to coach till he's 75. He might. No, no, no. I don't Andy, think so. Andy but Reed again, not, uh, we're just, I don't know. Silly. We need the Super Bowl to be here today. Yeah, you do. You're making arguments that you don't even believe. You're making, I don't, again, 
Crazier things have happened, Brendan. I'm just saying. You so you think that Andy Reid's going to outlast Mahomes? No. So I'm leaving the possibility open. All right. That's all I'm doing. Then, you didn't I, hear me. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a point to leave the possibility open when this is not something that's going to happen. That Andy Reid. You don't know Mahomes, that something would catastrophic would have to happen with Patrick Mahomes in, in Kansas City. They'd have to have multiple losing seasons. What could possibly take place that would cause? Mahomes, I don't know how long his contract goes. It really doesn't matter. There's just no, not, it's several just years. A, I get it. That's and that's Andy Reid's situation. He gets to coach for as long as he wants to be there. Like it, I get it. They've both earned the opportunity to end their careers in the spot that they're in. And we don't look. It's a very high likelihood that both of those things happen. Things go haywire in the NFL, man. Like I'm not. I'm not leaving. I'm not, I'm not shutting that. down the possibility. I'll though. shut it down. I'll shut it down. Fine. Mahomes isn't going anywhere. Super Bowl week lasts way too long. That's what I just found out. No, look, I, I get it. Just I, in case. I get it. Well, no, you can quote me all you want. Quote me. That's it. It's like I'm not really fearful of a quote like that because I think it's stating the obvious. Let us know your thoughts. 875-KTGR. Uh, Reed says no retirement for now, but when could it be? Um, no, it's not exactly the same as Brady and Belichick. But that that's kind of my point, too, is that you never know uh, what can happen with these different situations. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm not going think... to, I'm not going to shut down anything. Like, that's. All right. I'll shut it do. down. Patrick Mahomes will outlast Andy Reid in Kansas City because Andy Reid is closer to the tail end of his career than Mahomes is. But I also believe that Andy Reid still probably has a few years left in him if he wants, and I think he probably wants, but we could be having a different conversation Monday. He might be up on the stage Sunday night going, yep, this was it. I said Tuesday that today's not the day, but now it is because we just won the Well, yeah, and, and look, I'm, I, I'm ready to share And I would be plans. shocked like, by that. Know. Yes, I would be, I would be shocked by that be if, this was the, if this was the time. More uh, likely to uh, announce his retirement Sunday night after a Chiefs win, Kelsey or Andy Reid? Kelsey. I think so, too. Yeah? think so? Yeah. I'm not saying he's necessarily going to either. I thought when the Jason stuff was going on, when he was, you know, allegedly retiring, we still haven't really seen like the definitive deal that he was talking about doing, although he might be just waiting for the full season to be over to do that. Um, I kind of thought they'd retire together initially, but Travis has made the implication that he's not really looking to do to do that just yet. So maybe maybe my initial read was wrong. But uh no, of the two, I think I'd be more likely to see Kelsey announced that on Sunday night because there are several different places where Kelsey can go and maximize his potential outside of football. He can do anything he wants after the year he had. Yeah. And you know, if you, if he's tired of getting his body beaten up this entire, his entire NFL career as a tight end, like it it might be time. So I, I could absolutely see that. Uh, But uh, again, less than 50% chance on both. Neither are, a probability, but um, but yeah, I would think Kelsey is more likely than Reed. Yeah, I think I'd put Kelsey maybe, I don't know, mine's a little bit high, 33%. Oh, yeah, it is high. I think it's a little I wasn't high. Even gonna, I wasn't going to go higher than 20, but I mean. Nah, I think there's a chance. I, I really do. But I, but I also, I guess I'd need to lower that number because if I only was confident in the Chiefs winning at 60%, then the percentage of Kelsey, like he's only announcing, even if he's retiring, let's say he's retiring either way. 
he doesn't announce it Sunday night live on the post game no. if they lose. No. But if they win and he's doing it, then maybe that is what he does. Okay. Yeah. But I would say, so bearing that in mind, got to bake in the fact that the Chiefs aren't guaranteed to win. I'll say it's more like 20 to 25%. Andy Reid, I'll put it at like 10, 10% that he 10. retires. Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he announces it Sunday either way, but you know, I could see Kelsey just getting a microphone and be like, that's it for me. I don't think that Andy Reid does that even if they win. Right. Um, but I could see there being like that 10% chance that he's already kind of made up his mind and it's just not something that, that he's trying to share with the public until it's all said and done. 875-KTGR. Andy Reid got asked about retirement. What do you think about the possibilities there? 875-5847. David here on the KTGR hotline. David, what's up? Okay, since my brother kind of went out there on a limb there for a little bit, I'm going to go out a little bit further on a limb, uh, but then actually suggest something serious. Is that cool? I'm, I'm in. Go, go for it. Go ahead. It's Super Bowl. Okay, it's, yeah, it's whatever. So I'm like, I'm like racking my head. Like, why is there? Why are these rumors coming around about Andy Reid right now? Um, but here's the thing. So like, there's not really you're, being a an NFL head coach is kind of a full time thing. But things really start kicking back up for, for head coaches and kind of the administration uh, in, like, getting up to the draft process. You know, like, March, especially, like, mid-April, late April, you're going to start getting um, a lot more uh, in-depth uh, work needed. And so, and which one of Andy Reid's now close personal friends just announced that she'll be releasing a new album uh, on April 19th? Oh, yeah. You know, I think what what's happening here is that Andy Reid is going to transition to being a full time Swifty. Oh boy! I think that that's what's happening here is that uh, that does take a lot of time. Yeah. Job, it's it it does take a lot of time, and he's going to have to to devote himself to obsessing over that album, promoting it, and so I think that's kind of what's going on there. Troubled Poets Department is uh, apparently the name. Is he going to head that up? I suppose that's probably what's going to be. Was that your? Uh, I suppose that was your that galaxy brain. Um, yeah, that wasn't the serious thing. One. Okay, good. The more serious thing, we all are talking about, like, shadow structures. I think one that's kind of under your nose is outside of the organization, and that would be uh, recently unemployed Eric Bieniemy. Could he be seen as a successor after Ooh. being lauded as so successful and beloved by that organization? For okay, so I get that. I get why that name pops up. Appreciate the call, David, here on the big show, KTGR. Would be kind of a, an interesting way to come back to the organization. Brendan, I don't see it. Uh, even, if, even if the unlikely scenario happens that Andy Reid is going to ride off into the sunset, I don't think they call, uh, I don't think the enemy is their first or second or even third call, if we're being honest. I want to kill two birds with one stone here. I feel about the enemy idea the same way I feel about the Cardinals in baseball bringing Jordan Montgomery back. And in neither case am I like, oh, there's bad blood, and so it would never happen. It's not like I'm, I'm not trying to go that far. But in both cases, I'm like, eh, just felt a little iffy, and I just don't see it in the cards, if that makes sense. I feel the exact same the way same cards. about yeah, the well, there you go. But I feel the same way about both <laughs> scenarios. Like, can we look at it and say, oh, there was this, there was the smoking gun on the enemy, and like, he's just hated in that build. No, that's not what anybody's saying. But I just think everybody's gonna go go on and do their own different, their own different things on their own path. Now, in the enemy's case, he maybe doesn't have quite as many suitors because he just lost his 
OC job with the Washington Commanders, and we'll see where he winds up. But I don't think he's following up into being Andy Reid's replacement from outside the organization. I just, it just doesn't feel like it's very plausible. Right now, it just wouldn't make sense. Now, if he gets another job and he starts looking more attractive as a head coaching candidate, yeah, I sure, don't even but... think then. I don't even think then. I don't know. Just a feeling. Well, I mean, it, years down the road, again, if Andy Reid coaches for a few more years and Eric Bieniemy does well elsewhere, I don't think I, I wouldn't shut down that possibility at one bit. Like, there's there's a lot that can change from now until then about sure. how the Chiefs organization feels about Eric Bieniemy and vice versa. So, I mean. Which know. isn't to say they hate him, right? No. It's just I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't see it. And I don't think I honestly don't think they do hate him. I think it just you know it was time to to move on. And right, and I think at the time he was trying to get that resume built to where he could maybe get a head coaching opportunity, and it was just clear to him maybe that under the shadow of Andy Reid, he was never going to get the full credit for what the offense accomplished. So he almost had to go make a name again somewhere else, and then of course. They stuck him with Sam Howell to be his quarterback yeah. this year, and so that so what, what occurred occurred, and so he's you know I just don't see him ever getting that shot, not only with the Chiefs but anywhere. I just I just think there was a moment, there was a window in time, and for whatever reason it it passed him by, fair or unfair. By the way, I'm not making a commentary saying that it's right that that happened to him. I just think that that's kind of where it's at. Yeah, I mean a lot of it could just be the interview process. You know, are you a good interviewer for? For a job, I think that's honestly what killed Bill Belichick's chances a lot because he just wasn't a good interviewer for some of these jobs. When was the last time he had to interview for a job? Probably yeah. twenty years, right? And I mean, you could make that case, but with Belichick, also, isn't it like the demands that that come along with yes. a, a guy of his yeah. stature, where it's like, okay, we have a GM, we don't need you to be our GM. Would you yeah. like to be our head football coach? And if they kind of, if he was honest about himself in those those interviews or whatever processes he went through. You know, it's probably it's giving the, the right would be on the wall. You know, he's giving Phil Jackson. And it's just, you just kind of know he's larger than life. And so to think that he's going to come in and just be a head coach where he's had it one way his entire career, I just I just think that was why it was, was destined probably not to work out for him to find another chance. Well, let us know what you think about uh, Andy Reid. Again, getting the question, are you thinking about retirement? He said yesterday that today's not the day. When will the day be? Let us know. We we do know that the Super Bowl needs to get here pronto. Uh, 875-KTGR, give us a call or a text. All right, up next, Will Carroll, the injury expert, tells us about some of the injuries that could affect the Super Bowl and what's to come there. And also some of these big Major League Baseball deals that we've seen. Bobby Witt Jr., what does he think about that longtime contract extension for the Royals? Will Carroll joins us next on The Big Show. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. We're back on The Big Show, KTGR, KTGR.com, and the KTGR app with Andy Brendan and producer Chris Mitchell. And here to talk with us about the Super Bowl and the injuries that might affect it, the injury expert, Will Carroll. He joins us here on the KTGR hotline. You can find him on Twitter at Injury Expert and subscribe now to his newsletter for all kinds of great Major League Baseball info, underthenife.substack.com, to go and read uh, Will Carroll's stuff. And uh, we're going to get very close uh, to, to Major League Baseball happenings when spring training starts very soon. But next week. Folk, yeah, next week it's it's upon us. But uh, Super Bowl talk first. I mean, it, it looks like the Chiefs are going to have to operate in the Super Bowl without Joe Tooney. Uh, the pec injury that he suffered uh, in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs 
has not been able to fully recover from that. What's kind of what you're looking at when you hear what the Chiefs are saying about Joe Tooney's status? Yeah, you know, it's exactly what they should be saying. Uh, with him, with Sky Moore in the knee, if you give everybody the chance to prove they can play, whether or not you believe it's going to happen, um, you know, they're going to be putting running the the backup with the number ones, and he's very likely to play. I can't remember who it is. But, uh, you know, they're going to give everybody the chance to prove that they can do it. It's very, very unlikely in either of those cases. But uh, don't kill somebody's dream. At least let them push. You need to rehab it anyway. You need to make sure he's healthy going forward. Um, But, you know, all likelihoods, he's going to be watching from the sideline. Yeah, so tough for Joe Tooney, uh, but Nick Algretti will be most likely slotting into his spot at left guard and has had uh, some chances to get some good playing time recently in the playoffs. Now, as far as uh, reinforcements that the Chiefs might get as far as in the receiving core, Sky Moore's been kind of an interesting one to look at. He was obviously, they opened the practice window for him a few weeks ago, so he's been Mm -hmm. practicing, trying to get back into the fold. Obviously, the numbers have not been great for him this year. He's been yeah. below expectations. But, I mean, you just look at last year's Super Bowl and he scored. So you just never know who can step up in these situations. What about Sky Moore? Maybe do you think about when uh, the Chiefs are trying to evaluate him and whether he can be a factor? I don't think he's going to play. But it's not because he can't contribute. Maybe he can. Maybe he can't. We just don't know. Um, it's a question of depth. I mean, you only get so many guys. You have to have uh, enough for special teams. You have to cover all the backups. Uh, this is, We've seen guys go down in the middle of games. We've seen important guys go down. And, and you know, as big as a roster sounds, uh, you know, it's really only two or three at a position. And when you're, you know, at defensive backs, you're going out there with six or seven guys. And two of those are really special teams guys. If, if they're playing in a game, you've got problems. But, you know, five and six uh, defensive backs is going to be a pretty standard set, uh, I think, against both these teams, given how much uh, they pass and what they like to do against their key people. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see. And I think it's going to be really tough to put somebody in who's even a little bit limited or doesn't offer something that they don't already have. And Moore just hasn't done that. So I think another interesting angle there, Will, is Jarek McKinnon and his possible ability to be involved. Does he offer something at the running back position that the Chiefs could utilize and and make that extra roster spot that he would take up worthwhile if he's able to go? Yeah, I think he does. I mean, uh, between Pacheco and Edwards Hilaire, they've been good. You had one more guy. He's also a receiver functionally. Uh, He's sort of that hybrid guy. He's certainly not a McCaffrey, uh, but he can do a lot of things. And I think, you know, Pacheco's got uh, the foot issue. You've got guys that are just banged up at this stage in the season. So running back's one where you can go two and three deep. Uh, He can be involved in special teams and hands teams and things like that. So, yeah, if, if he's at all ready to go, I think he's got a much bigger chance than Sky Moore. Will Carroll, the injury expert with us here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com, at injury expert on Twitter. And then on the 49ers side, not a whole lot of major concerns. I know Eric Armstead was kind of in and out of practice uh, this week. And uh, George Kittle, they listed him, I, I guess, is yeah. nothing uh, for, for this uh, this Super Bowl. I know he's dealing with an injury, but it's, it's more so of like he's going to manage the pain mostly uh, as far as he goes out there. So I guess... As far as the 49ers coming in, I guess, relatively healthy, do you, is there more confidence, I think, on that side, or do you, do you see it another way, Will? 
Yeah, I, I think uh, you know they're pretty much going to have everybody, at least the ones that have made it to the end of the season. But they are banged up. I mean, Kittle's got the toe. Uh, it's basically turf toe, and they're dealing with that, but it's painful. He takes one wrong step, and obviously they've been complaining about the turf uh, <laughs> at the practice facility. Uh, so we'll have to see exactly uh, what happens with it. Uh, but uh, certainly those concerns come up more in-game than the roster they're setting out an hour and a half beforehand. Yeah, so uh, we'll see how they're able to uh, go through that for the, the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Will Carroll, the injury expert, with us here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. Let's switch over to baseball a little bit. Big news for the Royals yesterday. They lock up Bobby Wood Jr., 23-year-old shortstop, uh, signed uh, for at a guaranteed 11 years he can opt in to uh, make it 11 and then the club can opt in for another 14 kind of uh, how it works with that contract but uh, major money that the royals uh, are not technically used to giving a whole bunch of money to but they finally do it for this shortstop what's kind of your read on this new contract will well, here is a franchise player for the so-called small market team, and John Sherman proving himself to not be a small market owner. Uh, there are no small markets, especially when you're trying to get a new stadium. Uh, you take a guy, you lock him up uh, through his 20s. It's complex. You know, it's really 7-144 with a bunch of options on there, and then some more options behind that that are almost the equivalent of avoidable years. Uh, it's almost an insurance policy for those last option years. Um, you know, but here's a player that, you know, he's potentially uh, going to be the franchise player for the next, gosh, uh, at least seven years, probably up to 10, uh, given the way that contract looks, given the way the CBA is coming. Uh, and if he's the face of the franchise, that's pretty darn good. Can they put the pieces and parts around him to have anything uh, left while they're in Coffin Stadium? And potentially when they shift over uh, to that new theoretical downtown stadium that everybody wants now. Uh, so I think it's a great move. I just worry you know, is he going to be Mike Trout? <laughs> is he going to be one of the biggest superstars, best players in the game, and nobody's going to know him because he never plays a game after Labor Day? Oh, come on. But the Royals can maybe eventually make the playoffs I'm again. Saying they, I'm saying they could. <laughs> I'm just worried about it. Central's yeah, bad. Central's bad. <laughs> I just like to throw a little fun at the Royals fans when I get a chance to do so. But, okay, I want to ask about Clayton Kershaw. Was there ever a doubt that he was going to end up back with the Dodgers? I know they spent a lot of money on other guys, but it just kind of felt like that would make sense for both sides. How do you see that one in the way it's played out, Will? Yeah, you know, it was either going to be there or the Rangers. And the Rangers obviously have pitching needs, um, but it was 99% going to be uh, the Dodgers. I, I saw a poster the other day that had Kershaw and uh, Sandy Koufax and a couple other Dodgers greats. And it was just like, yeah, that that's kind of how it should be. You like to see that. Um, the question is how much can he pitch? What sort of guarantees uh, did, did the Dodgers get in it? They, they're not just going to give him money because they like him. Um, franchise icon is not worth a couple million dollars a year, but a guy who might not pitch it's not worth that either. Uh, so they've got some confidence he's going to be back. It's not going to be before the All-Star break. But this is a team, even when they've spent a billion dollars 
They're everybody's favorite to win the World Series, as they well should be. But they've got some depth issues. They still don't have enough pitching to get through the year. And and if Kershaw doesn't come back from this shoulder injury, and it's a very serious shoulder injury, uh, then then they're going to have to go out and spend even more money, which they're perfectly willing to do. Yeah, uh, just keep on spending uh, until it finally is enough. Uh, that's been the Dodgers' mantra over the last uh, few years or so. Will Carroll, the injury expert here on the Big Show KTGR. It was very interesting to see the Corbin Burns trade last week, Will. The Brewers uh, shipping him out to Baltimore. Baltimore gets a, a, a big-time ace uh, that they can use uh, to try and bolster their team at the moment. They certainly had some some starting pitching uh, questions going into this season. Now Burns answers a little bit of that. But kind of from the Brewers' perspective, how it was almost a move they had to make. They maybe didn't want to do it, but it was kind of time. And uh, I wonder what your perspective is on on that situation with Burns and how it didn't work out in Milwaukee. Well, I think it did work out in Milwaukee. Uh, he was everything they wanted. They drafted him. They developed him. They got five years out of him. Uh, that's pretty good. They acknowledged they probably weren't going to be in the market to sign him. They just don't do big number pitchers like that. They'd rather go and develop the next Corbin Burns. And they got a bunch of guys coming up. Uh, that's one of the teams that got some exciting young guys. Uh, Jackson Churio <laughs> hasn't even gone above double A, has the long-term contract, and is going to be the starting uh, opening day center fielder. So uh, this is what the Brewers do. Uh, It's kind of the Tampa Bay model. There's a number of teams that have done this. But for the Orioles, they haven't done this before. They gave up some decent guys for one year of a guy who makes them better. Can they win? Absolutely. Uh, Burns, easy and ace. He's better than anything they got. So uh, I think it's a bold move on both parts. A lot of people are saying new ownership in Baltimore suddenly spent. This deal was in the works beforehand. I don't know if the new ownership made it easier or even involved, uh, but it, it works for both teams. And I think those trades are good for baseball. Yeah, it seems to uh, certainly benefit uh, the Orioles for their chances uh, this year, and uh, certainly a gamble in that sense, too, for just one year Corbin Burns. We'll see how it works out. Will, let's do it under the knife these days. Uh, Well, I had my big uh, review of the new Apple Vision, which I got to use and try out the new MLB app, which I'm really excited about the possibilities. Uh, And we'll start looking at the injuries this week. Guys coming back from Tommy John is coming out tomorrow morning. That's one you want to be subscribed for. Absolutely. As spring training starts next week, and we'll be looking forward to the baseball season with Will Carroll, the injury expert here on the Big Show KTGR. You can follow him at Injury Expert on Twitter. And again, underthenife.substack.com. It is Essential info for you to be in the know on injuries in Major League Baseball all throughout the season. Go check it out at underthenife.substack.com. Will, thanks for coming on as always. Hope you're well. Enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. We'll talk soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Big show's on at 444, KTGR and KTGR.com. And it's already here. Cardinals packed up and have already shipped out all of their equipment over to Florida, or at least it's in transit. And uh, we're going to be talking about spring training baseball before we know it yeah it takes a while to drive down there but uh i guess what they left yesterday so they'll they'll be uh they'll be getting there soon and uh all the all the fun begins next week so that's the nice way of the scheduling right like the moment the super bowl ends i'm like okay there's nothing left for me to do here it's time to to spread our wings and become baseball people yet again
The NFL takes a little bit of a break. I know they want to take the whole calendar. They're kind of greedy that way. I mean, way. they do. If we're being but, honest, that's, that's they still accomplish that. And we're all like, hee oh, that's okay. You can have it. It's fine. They do a nice job. It, like, I mean, oh, go ahead. it works. But, again, I think we can we can finally flip the switch a little bit and, and be more baseball-centric. And hopefully 2024, more to talk about with the Missouri teams than 2023. Not a great year for either team, Royals-Cardinals. So maybe this year uh, will be better. Let's hope. Let's certainly hope. Otherwise, it might be another long summer. All right, under the bus coming up next. Do we believe this report about an unnamed NFL player and a coyote? It's next after this live local sports center. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. It's time to go under the bus on the Big Show. Okay, I I don't know if I want to believe this yet, but there's a Twitter account out there that is apparently boots on the ground in Las Vegas and saying that there's either a Chiefs or 49ers player, we don't know who, that was attacked by a coyote, according to a source. This is from the Las Vegas locally Twitter account, which has a blue check mark, but we know today that doesn't mean oh, anything. That's meaningless. Right? Stop it. Yeah, so. Yeah, that doesn't mean nothing. Do we think this is true? Go around the room. No. Do we think this is true? They no. said an NFL no. player, which makes it more likely, I think. No. They didn't really? You think so? I, yeah. I don't know. I, again. It could be like some practice squatters, like, ooh, I'm just going to enjoy this burrito. Oh, my God. Something like that. You never know. But again, if it happens more people than just Las Vegas locally, this one Twitter account would would say something, right? That's a that's a great point, Andy. I'm proud of your your skills here to suss this one out. No, of course it didn't happen. All right. Why well, would one random nameless Twitter account have this information at like hours and hours ago, right? And and still nobody else independently reporting that it happened, I'm going to go with it didn't happen. Did we get an undisclosed injury report on someone cheap this week? <laughs> Kadarius Tony questionable personal coyote. Coyotes. Yeah, no, no. Personal questionable reasons. coyotes. Yes, yes. It's just coyotes. That's your explanation for why they're on the injury report. It's not ankle. It's not foot. Coyotes. Coyote. Coyote. Under I the thought they were in Tempe. What the heck? I know. Right? They, they migrated <laughs> nice. up from Arizona. Clayton Keller, why would you? <laughs> Under the bus to uh, to the A's. Uh, speaking of Vegas, the Las Vegas mayor apparently went on front office sports podcast and said, essentially, I think the A's need to try and stay in Oakland. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> she said that. Beg pardon? <laughs> the mayor of apparently, Yeah, the mayor of Las Vegas. Now, afterwards, afterwards, she went on Twitter and gave a clarification back when a few, I'm sure, government officials emailed her and said, uh, please say Don't this, say this, and this. The deal's already done. <laughs> and uh, she said, look, it, not trying to diminish the, the major league um, presence of, of Las Vegas as a big-time sports town as it's growing and growing, and it's just... She gave her thoughts and still and said, if they if it doesn't work out, then Las Vegas is welcome to have a but Are they? Because, man, all we hear about the A's going to Las Vegas and the people in Las Vegas that are having to figure out how it's going to work. Sure, it's a good idea. They should have just expanded there. They don't even seem there. to want them. It's very strange. It's a very strange thing all the way around. Why but, would the mayor of Vegas say that? Yeah, the, there's... It doesn't make any sense. There, she was being honest in that moment, and then people probably got in her way and said, okay, make sure that you keep pushing the narrative. Okay. 
Under the Bus. Oh, man. And then under the bus to Seth Davis. This was kind of funny. So Seth Davis tweeted out last week when I believe South Carolina men's hoops had just beaten Tennessee, like a top five team. It's a great win for South Carolina. Yeah. And Seth Davis tweeted, uh, if they're if they're not ranked next week, something went wrong. And then yesterday, no, he, he, he said the only question is, oh, where that's right, yes. not where, if. not if, where will they be ranked? Well, the rankings came out; they weren't ranked. And Seth Davis released his AP because he's a voter for this, right? And he released his top twenty-five, the votes that he sent in for who should be in. And guess who wasn't there? South Carolina. Unbelievable. What went what wrong? Doofus. What happened? <laughs> Did he forget? <laughs> I don't understand. I get it. How it does that happen? How does that How happen? How many was he just you know, was he drinking the night that he was watching that South Carolina win and then forgot about like seriously, that doesn't make any sense. I mean we've, uh, I guess we don't remember every single thing that we tweeted, but Under no, the bus. but if you're an AP voter and you say a comment like that, probably put him in your ballot. At least twenty fifth. Makes no sense. It's time for the sweetest thing in sports on The Big Show. Sweetest thing is with our friends at the Candy Factory. Week from tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and that means chocolate-covered strawberries at the Candy Factory in downtown Columbia. Get them while they last. Online at thecandyfactoryonline.com. Well, there's a lot of, you know, media stuff that happens during the Super Bowl and all this week, and they had their big Super Bowl opening night last night. But one of the bright spots is moments that you get between players and kids like Jeremiah Fennel, who was basically the the youth reporter representing uh, during the NFL Network and their coverage. And just to see his enthusiasm and the interaction he had with some of the players, him and Kittle were excellent together. I, I encourage you to go and watch his interview with George Kittle and, and him and Travis Kelsey. And he interviewed a bunch of those. Big time guys, but it was it, it was awesome to see that and the players playing around with it. It was great. Yeah, this kid seems like he's going to have a have a future in the industry. The way he handled himself last night, which was definitely cool to see. I didn't realize there was like a full blown opening ceremony like the Olympics for the like there it was like a packed building six days before the game. I did not know that was going to be a thing. I guess I don't pay enough attention. I don't know when it started. I don't know when it started, but it's it's apparently a thing now. I guess that's crazy. Man, whatever NFL, they hey, don't yeah, know the print, the, print money. You know that's yep. that's what it's about. All right, Dennis Gates. Well, he threw out the nine and nine number today. Full context coming up next here on the Big Show.